If you're tired of getting censored on social media and you have things to say, are you a patriot? Are you a Christian and tired of the man bringing you down? Then go to Gab. Gab is a social media platform where they let you speak the truth and they let you speak what's on your mind without censoring you and making you feel stupid or that you don't know what you're talking about. Just go to Gab.com and sign up today. You are listening to For the Love of God Podcast. For the Love of God Podcast. Welcome to For the Love of God podcast, a show for Christians that keep it real. Whether you're new to Christianity, a seasoned Christian, or dipping your toes in the baptismal water, this show is for you. Join us and strengthen your Christian walk. Play games and discover new music. This ain't your mama's Christian podcast. For the love of God! Ah, yes. Hello, gentlemen. Greetings. Hello. Welcome. How the heck are you? Oh, dude, I'm, I I conquered hell. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, wow. Explain. Uh, all by yourself? Uh, explain. <laughs> I was, uh, the, for the last week, I was in my bed with COVID, and I felt like I went to hell. Not a good feeling then. For a week. It. it was terrible. Um, but you're like not a sickly person. I am not a sickly person. And you said you hadn't been sick for a very long time. Right? Years. Um, that may be why. Since COVID, okay, COVID came out in what, 19 and the night 20? At the end of 19, and, early 2000. Yeah, 2020, yeah. we'll say. And I haven't had as much as the common cold since even before that hit. Nothing. Not a cough, not a sniffle, not nothing. And the entire time this has been out, nothing for two years. Um, I always keep my hands clean. I'm in the food business, so it's always been a habit of mine. Uh, I really never wore the mask. I didn't social distance. I mean, I just normal. I don't get in people's face regardless. And uh, I pretty much avoided it the entire time. Until last week. And um, it wasn't just Omicron. Uh, COVID was like, bro, you've been slipping under the radar this whole time. I'm giving you every variant. (laughs) It's the multivariant version. Yeah. I got... I got new and improved. I got multi version of uh, of uh, Job. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think you're healthy. Boom. (laughs) Right. Multivid. So, yeah. They're, they actually have a new name for it now. They're calling it Fluvid. 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 Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Florona, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. When I got it the first time two years ago in the early 2020s, I got, you know, everybody had, you know, various symptoms. And they had this long list when it came out of all the possible symptoms. Right. So I'm in the doctor's office, you know, reading. And this is before I even had it. It's like a week before. I'm reading all these symptoms. Wow, there's a lot of symptoms out there. <laughs> and the doctor's like, well, yeah, but nobody gets them all. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it was crazy. I mean, it was, I just got everything. The only one I didn't get was the, the rashes on your toes, oh. which only young kids were getting. Right. But I even got the stuff that like, you know, was reserved to old folks. I have no idea if I had rashes on my toes. I didn't even see my toes for like <laughs> seven days. <laughs> they were covered up by sheets, right? Yeah, it was, it was awful. But well, man, I'm glad you're feeling better, sir. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Um, And it was weird because, you know, once I started kind of feeling better, like the fevers finally stopped, which was, I mean, I've never had so many fevers in my life. I thought I was going to have brain damage. I had so many fevers. <laughs> What was it running? You know, Jason, oh. there there are probably some people who think that you already had that. Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. It was high. I broke like two thermometers. <laughs> it just I kept was, blowing up. <laughs> that red stuff just kept blowing out kept, the end. I don't know. I, I, no, you don't want to talk about blowing out the end when you're dealing with COVID. That's right, a whole right. different conversation. I actually, when I was a child, I was pretending I was sick, and I heated up. We had the glass mercury thermometers back then, and I heated it up with a lighter, and it shot up so fast it exploded. <laughs> that's so dangerous. Yeah. So you're saying I'm that's like, what ooh. happened to you then? <laughs> no. I it was I was hot. It was I, bad. I was that kid who would try to run into the thermometer under the sink, like the water was so hot. <laughs> Mom, I'm not feeling good. Oh, really? You got 120? degree temperature. <laughs> wow. You should be dead. <laughs> we should just take you straight to the morgue. <laughs> no school for you. You're going straight to the morgue. Right. Yeah. So, so that's that. I'm better. Um, missed a lot of work, but fortunately I had, I had three events that got covered for me. So it all you worked was, out. You can still hear just a little bit. of. Oh, it's language. in my, yeah. I mean, I'm still coughing up crap, but trust me, that's, that could last for weeks. It's going to last forever. You're okay. Yeah. It's uh, Envona, whatever, whatever you call it. Endemic. Endemic. Um, 
You know what? Let's go with it. It's a new word, Invona. There you go. Invona. Invona. Uh, it's gone Invona. Yeah. So, um, so, <clears throat> uh, so interesting, interesting evening last night. I was not actually talking, t- telling Rick about, uh, I, the reason why I, I did the gab commercial in the beginning of the show was because last night I was watching YouTube. I was watching Tim Pool, Tim Cast. Um, he was interviewing, uh, Andrew Torba, this, Torba. the CEO founder of Gab. He was on there talking about it, and um, now I signed up for it a couple years ago when the whole Trump thing, and I got banned from Twitter, and I was looking for a place so I can speak my mind, and I found I found them and signed up, and really, really just kind of forgot I even signed up and haven't gone back until last night. I was listening to him. I was like, yeah, 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 and then he mentioned the metaverse. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, and I just ended up, just before I watched that, I, I wrote a blog post about our episode on the meta last night, and I posted it. And I so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go on Gab and copy and paste my blog post and a link to the show episode. So I did. And then I messaged Andrew and I told him, Hey, I saw you on the show. You talking about the meta. We just did an episode on the meta. And check it out. Check out my post and check out the episode. If you like it, maybe you can give me a boost. Next thing I know, a few hours later, I have four hundred and something likes, uh hundred and something comments, uh hundred and something post shares. And last night, within a few hours, we've had 160 new listens to the episode. Oh, wow. Just from... Most people like to gab. Yeah, just from gab. (laughs) So shout out to my new friends at Gab. Um, Thank you for checking out the the episode, and I hope you all become subscribers. Um, This is an awesome, awesome show. We have a lot of fun. People enjoy it. Um, uh, The meta episode that you listen to, if, if for any of those folks that just caught that it was it's a little different episode than what we usually do it's a little bit different format but we we do games and stuff and have some fun so today tonight's episode will be kind of back to our our normal format however comma um i do want to call this episode topic uh, meta rebooted because there are some things that i wanted to mention in the in the episode that i failed to do because there was a lot of voices here and uh we had to let a lot of people kind of get their thoughts through but um now that i had time to kind of listen to the episode myself again and kind of reflect on it and as and as well as getting some feedback from the comments from the people at gab last night um i find it i need to do my due diligence and to cover a couple areas that are very important um about the topic so we will do that later um so having said that we will um get into the show and we will start out with the uh with the news around the globe see i'm seeing a plane this is a really long intro no joke yeah okay i like it so uh news with nate so last (laughs) week we had a a really interesting uh uh thing occur uh granted it was a natural disaster and i'm talking about the little island nation of tonga there was a volcanic eruption now for for christians we know that all of creation is groaning for the day when everything will be made right and put back to the way it's supposed to be with creation. And we know that the Bible tells us that as we get closer to those times, there will be there will be an increase in the number of these natural disasters. Now, if you're familiar with volcanic eruptions and the ring of fire, particularly as it relates to the Pacific because of tectonic movements, volcanoes are actually kind of rather common around the Pacific. The one that exploded in Tonga, however, it was a little bigger than you're probably aware of. So I wanted to take a moment and just kind of bring you up to date. So first off, the the nation of Tonga, you probably haven't seen a whole lot of videos or a whole lot of anything coming out of there. That's because when the eruption occurred, it severed their main connection point to the internet. So it, it had a big impact and basically shut off the entire access to the island. That's why a lot of this information is slow to come out. Hmm. Uh, you can't even hardly fly in right now because the airports are so covered in ash that it's not safe to land. Wow. So that's hurting uh, humanitarian efforts as well. But you probably heard something about the, the tsunami that was accompanying that particular volcanic eruption. But that volcano was about 40 miles from the capital city of the island nation of Tonga. 
and it was obviously under sea. So it was, you know, it's coming up, right? That created the tsunami, which was full of ash, just bringing it all in. Major devastation, major devastation. But do you know how strong that volcanic eruption was? Do you have any frame of reference for volcanic eruptions? Um, like the Richter scale? Well, you know, it's interesting. That, that kind of We should have some type scale? of a Richter scale approach for, for volcanic eruptions. But yeah, is, this, isn't any measurement, is there? I, I don't think that there is. Well, there's a lot of different factors. There's, you know, how much lava is thrown out, how right. high, right. Mm-hmm. How, how, hot, how high, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not an expert. So you can see this article on NPR if you want to look it up. It's called NASA Scientists Estimate Tonga Blast at 10 Megatons. Ah. Okay. Um, to give you an idea, that is more than 500 times as powerful as a nuclear bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima. Japan. No kidding. That's some serious power there. That is some serious devastation. I wouldn't have expected that. Wow. No. Apparently, it was heard, right, sound, mm-hmm. as far away as Alaska. I'm not sure where this little island is. So where's exists, Tonda? Conga? Conga? Tonga. Tonga. The Tonga. island of Tonga <laughs> is in the Pacific Ocean. Okay, so that's just south of Alaska. Right? Yeah, it's south of Alaska, uh, much further than you're than you're anticipating. Okay. The, the distance is significant. Okay. Okay. Um, it says here that this might have been the loudest eruption since the eruption of the Indonesian volcano Krakatoa in 1883. That massive 19th century eruption killed thousands and released so much ash that it cast much of the region into darkness. Hmm. Mm. So this was a big one. Wow. This was really, really big. That's significant. Wow. All right. So that being said, you know, we've talked a lot about the end times here on on the show. Yeah. And uh, just another sign. Just one more, one more piece of information. One, one more, more feather point. in the cap. <laughs> one more data point. Right. So just just keep that in mind. That's because you're you're probably not getting all that kind of information from the local news. Yeah. You know, I just feel bad for. Uh, you know, the guy who uh, works for AT&T or whatever has got to go repair that cable. You said their internet. Went out. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was just visualizing this cable. It's like, you know, 10 feet around or something, you know. Apparently somebody forgot to call 811 when they were doing some digging there, huh? 811. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Isn't that where you call to, like, find out where the pipes are in your backyard and the lines so you won't dig into them? Oh. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess God didn't call 811 when he uh, allowed that tsunami uh, volcanic explosion. Right. I will say this. If you take a look at some of the maps of the devastation afterward, it's significant. Well, it would have to be. There were certain islands that lost every home on the island. So this is a multi-island yeah, I believe so. group of islands. Yeah. Wow. And uh, there was one video I saw that was absolutely heartbreaking where people were standing around recording the eruption on their phone and you saw the wave come in. And it was just, wow, but scary stuff. Scary stuff. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah. Well, our prayers go out to all those folks that are uh, survivors and still trying to police all that up. It's going to be a mess for a while. For a while. Yeah, I mean, every <laughs> it's a terrible thing to say, but I love it when, <laughs> I can't say it. I want Christ to come back so bad that every time something not bad is happening, I get depressed. <laughs> so whenever something bad happens, I'm like, that was probably a good way to put that without sounding too terrible. Right. right. I don't want bad things to happen to people. I just want things to happen that are bad. We all know that they are. <laughs> all these things must occur. Well, and we also know that uh, Paul had that struggle. And how many people really do have that struggle? It, in fact, it bothers me that more people don't have that struggle. You the know, Paul's, about whether or not yeah. I, I die now, I, I get to go right. to heaven, right? Paul's like, you know, uh, kind of struggle with this. You know, like, yeah. you know, he's got the knife in his throat. I know it's a sin. I'm not going to do it. But boy, it'd be awful nice to see Jesus. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm joking a little bit. Obviously, he didn't right. have a nice with knife in his throat. But, but you're really not because Christians, we don't view our lives. As, as ours anymore. They're God's. Right. Every day he gives me is for his purposes. Right. It, obviously, he, he was saying, you know, boy, I just struggle with it. But just the the, the passion for God that, you know what, I'd, I'd give this up in a heartbeat to be with you, God. I, I don't see, and many people in the church, you know, you start talking end times and they kind of turn white and freak out. It's like, oh no, don't talk about it. It's scary. It's weird. I don't want to lose my life. I don't want this to be over. Why not? Right. Why? <laughs> it's like my mother, my mother was like all this pro vaccine crap. And I'm like, no, forget it. It's demonic. And she's like, you're at that age. I could kill you. I'm like, who cares? The only people that don't want to die is people that don't know if they're saved or not. That's pointed, I, but not inaccurate. <laughs> you know, it's like, 
whatever. If God's done with me, God's done with me. Nothing, nothing's going to stop that. Well, that's or that help is one way to look at it too. But I'm going to have to pick on my daughter a little bit, Hannah. She's like, uh, you know, I'm really excited about Jesus coming, and I know we're in the end times. I really believe it. She goes, it's kind of sad though. You know, I'm never probably going to get married. And I said, well, if you had your choice right now, get married or see Jesus, which do you take? Kind of, kind of solves it for you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know what? Obviously, Jesus. All right, fine. Don't worry about it either way. <laughs> right. It's all good. Nothing compares to being in the presence of our Creator. Uh, there's just nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. And you're right about a topic you kind of brought up there, Jason. When it's when it's our time to go, there's nothing that's stopping it. Right. Right. The, if if your time is set, your time is set. Exactly. You're not going to take that out of God's hands. But I did find uh, there was one uh, comedian that I used to listen to back in the 90s. He's a, he was a Christian comedian, but he had a pretty big fall from grace by the name of Mike Warnke. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. And, uh, he had a, um, I, I remember this thing about he was scared to fly in an airplane because uh, well, his friend goes, it's not your time. Don't worry. And he goes, but what if it's the pilot's time? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I remember that. I saw saw him live here in Columbus. Not too many. Oh, did you? Actually, many years ago. (laughs) There's there's actually a couple of Mike Warren keys that one of them is him. And another one's a serial killer. Oh. And, yeah. And then there's another one I went guy. to high school with or grade school with in, in high school, I suppose. Well, um, didn't know that was a popular name. It, apparently it is. Well, um, who'd have thunk it? Warnke's not that uncommon of a name, but at the same time, there's it's, a lot of It's the only Warnke I know personally, but you know. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, maybe the comedian is a serial killer. Maybe that's just <laughs> <laughs> you said he had a fall, fall from, from grace. grace. I don't know. Yeah, it, you'd have to go back and, and reread the story. But he 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 made claims that he had been involved in satanic. Oh stuff. yeah, same oh. guy. Yeah, yeah. I think I mislabeled it. Not a serial killer, but a um, cult yeah, so person. He, he was involved in like satanic, which probably damage. killed people. That and freaks I, me out. I think and I, and I wasted whole, money on that guy. Well, think, he was a clean. Comedian I mean, at the time. but he was. It was before his days as as a comedian, like before he came to Christ. Type oh, things. well. And I think that story kind of unraveled. Oh. Yeah, that was the fall from grace, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. Have to check that out. Yeah, it was, I was. I followed the the story on that a while back, and I, it was pretty interesting. Anywho, time for a game! Yay! Yay! Who's playing today? Uh, uh we did last I think time. it's you two this time. Well, of course, it depends on what comes up. I think it's you. I'm ninety nine percent sure. I hope you have this hooked back into your phone now, because that little that little spinny sound. It, it, wait, I miss that. <laughs> the spinny sound. Yes, we call that the spinny sound. Very important. <laughs> yes. Show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the, the prepare spinny for the spinny sound. sound. Everybody, hold on to your hold on to your bridges. We are going to spin the wheel, and it may get windy in here. All right, here we go. Oh, that's the wrong wheel. <laughs> that's the other show's wheel. Well, if you're going to use that kind of accent, you got to say uh, something like, uh, don't get your knickers in a twist. <laughs> Just hang loose and we'll have that spinny sound coming right up for you. I can't find the spinny wheel. Oh, this is, oh, here sad, it is. This is a sad day on the Flow of I God podcast. We've lost our spinny sound. Oh, there it is. My day is complete. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. I can barely take it though. <laughs> True or false? True so much or false? Suspense. <laughs> All right. So I think it's you guys this time. Is it? Okay. I think. And that's Whatever. an easy one. Fun. Oh, it's so loud. I can yeah, take a beating it? like a man. All right. True. All right. Here we go. All right, gentlemen. Are you ready? Ready. Who are you, are you ready? With? Uh, let's start with Jason just for the fun of it. Um, All right. We'll go right, left, right, left. All right. So Moses wrote all of Deuteronomy. True or false? True. That is incorrect. How could he? The last chapter was about his own funeral. That is tough. That's a tough one. Well, you I mean, technically, you prophetic. could write your own your own epitaph. It could right? have been prophetic. <laughs> uh, touche. All right. Well, let's move on. So okay. we've got zero to zero still, and we go to you, Nate. The Bible mentions dogs, but not cats. True or false? Ooh. Well, I don't know how how far are you taking that. I mean, there's a reference to a lion in there. A lion is considered like a yeah. Like a I, I didn't lion, write right? the question, so I can't really answer. I can't really speak to that. I hate some of these questions because they're so easy to misread into. 
Um, re- no references to cats. Um, I cannot think of a single biblical reference to a cat. All right, read the question one more time. The Bible mentions dogs, but not cats. What the heck? I'll say true. That is correct. Dogs are mentioned 14 times. Lions, 55, but cats, not at all. So apparently a cat. Apparently a cat and lion are not. Including a lion. See, now I would have read into it that they are cats. Yeah. I would have said. That's why I, 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 I pieced it out. Well done. All right. Next question. Jason, love is to lay down our lives for our brothers. True or false? True. That is indeed correct, because there he laid no down his here. life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers, First John 3.16. Next question, we got one-to-one. Back to you, Nate. The book of Jude can be found among the minor prophets in the Old Testament. The book of Jude? No, that's a New Testament book. So your answer is? I think it'll be false, but read the question again oh, just to make sure it's not being an Too late, but you were right. It okay. is correct. Okay, the book of Jude can be found in the New Testament, not the Old. Hey, Jude. So two to one. <laughs> in my head, too. We are on round three. Here we go. With faith, everything is possible. True or false? True. Does it get any easier than that? That's a true statement. You could have read into that a little. All things. Everything. that there. That's what Jesus said. <laughs> Even faith as small as a mustard seed can move a mountain. All right. Next question. We got three to three. And David had over 30 unnamed mighty men who helped him in his wars. True or false? I do know that there were mighty men. I'm not sure how many there were. I tend to think it was around 20, but let's say true. That is incorrect. He indeed had over, huh? Oh, he had indeed over 30 men, but they were far from unnamed. It's unnamed. That was your, that was the problem. On the contrary, each uh, one received honorable mention in the Bible. So he's, it, the question was the unnamed. unnamed. Okay. So they, right. oh, that's rude. So now we're going to round four. Each of you have three or round five. This, I guess it'll be the last one. All right. So this is for the win. Not a single street in the Bible is referenced by name. True. False. <laughs> Only straight Did street of Damascus is referenced other than the streets named Nameless. So, yeah, the Bible talks about straight street in straight Damascus. Street? Yeah, straight street. And That's uh, the only street in the entire Bible? It's the only one that came to mind, and it was mentioned here. I don't know if there are others, to be honest with you. I'm glad you got that question. I don't remember any streets ever being named <laughs> right. in the Bible. This could get you the win. The tribe, street signs. The tribe of Levi. That's has, a straight one. The tribe of Levi. <laughs> I was giving him that evil eye, that mom's eye. Go down straight street and take a left. <laughs> Go down crooked path. Right. You'll find the butcher on the left. <laughs> the tribe of Levi. Levi has no inheritance with Israel. The tribe of Levi has no inheritance with Israel. I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the tri- tribe of Levi has no inheritance with Israel. I'm going to say false. That is incorrect. You shall not forsake the Levite who is within your gates, for he has no portion nor inheritance with you. So, so they all inherited land, but land was not given to the Levites. They're still tied up. Yeah. So we are tied right, going go. into the tiebreaker. So, uh, so we're going to prolong the agony. Back and forth. Here we go. <laughs> Jason, Moses was the youngest chap in his family. Be careful because he might have been the youngest, but not the youngest chap. <laughs> <laughs> Moses was the youngest chap in his family. That's true. <laughs> That is correct. Moses' brother Aaron was three years older. His sister Miriam was the firstborn. Back to you. Nate, the Bible contains no instructions for today's relationships between bosses and subordinates. That's false. Yeah, it is indeed false. It talks about masters and slaves. It talks about the equally yoked. All right, moving on. Jonah was in the great fish for three days. Afterwards, he killed it. True. That is not true. I don't remember him. I don't he remember hearing about him fish killing for it for three but days, but he never <clears throat> killed it. It was a white whale that he, he got spit out. Ab, right? <laughs> and for it. the potential win, Nathan Jonathan, the son of Saul, had some honey. Oh crap! It nearly <laughs> got him killed. I know several guys who've had some honeys that practically got them killed. <laughs> <laughs> However, in this case, um. <laughs> Got to play with the buttons. All right. So Jonathan, I don't know the story of Jonathan and the honey. 
Man, this is uh, it's an easy one, Nate. Uh, Maybe it's just because I read it just recently. Probably, that's probably, probably in the last couple of months. Yeah, it's one of those stories you just pass over. Um, true. It is indeed true. All right, so I won. It is indeed true. Saul had adjured the people, saying, "Cursed is the man who eats any food until this evening, and I am avenged by my enemies." And he took a little bit of little bit of honey and. Got to be careful yeah. in honeys, gentlemen. Yeah. Good situation. <laughs> so there you go. So uh, to Nate, it goes the victory today. Sorry, Jason. Watch the honey. That's okay. You get a consolation prize as a Snickers bar today. Snickers. <laughs> you got one? No, I have to go buy it. Oh. <laughs> it's a coming. <laughs> it's a coming. Um, okay. So like I was saying, last week we talked about... Wait a minute. Should I not play this right now? What are you doing? Treat your mother right. <laughs> Did you send that to me? Yeah, I sent it to you guys. It's, that's the Mr. T song I was telling you about earlier. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, uh, okay, last last week we are talking about the metaverse and how, sure, yeah, we can do some good things with it and teach about God and this and that and the other. You know, if you take an equation out of the entire idea, sure, I'll buy it. But there is a particular thing that is mixed up in the entire metaverse that makes it absolutely null and void. Mark you, Zuckerberg. You think that the entire... You, you, okay, so you think that the the entire idea, because of the person who's actually trying to bring it to life, there's nothing positive that can come out there's of it. There's nothing positive that can come out of it. So I don't know. So from my perspective, that's, <clears throat> put, that's putting too much of a limit on God. Well, the thing is, um, it's unnecessary. We have so many forms of communication nowadays that we never had before. Mm -hmm. We have text messaging, we have video chatting, we have all this stuff. Social media. Social media. We have, you can talk to people with video on your phone from across the world. Right. They can see you, the real you, not an avatar. You can teach people in other countries that are that are suffering from communism or, or, or um, persecution about God. Yeah, you can use Zoom, you can use yeah. Skype, you can use the tools that are YouTube. there. And actually right. see their faces, and you're, they can see your face. Exactly. So we do not need to be in a, a, a metaverse of avatars and all these obstacles that bring down society, that bring down... Can you care to elaborate? Well... It's like I was talking about on the last show where people get into this world and they get so sucked in because if you haven't, 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 if you haven't done VR, it's like you, you're not even, it's like you leave the world that you're actually in. Well, that's one of the, the primary features. Exactly. Of the old Which world. makes it all the more dangerous. Yeah. Because you, you kind of lose grip with reality. Everywhere you look up, down, left, right, you're in this world and you almost feel like you're not even alive anymore. Have you played a VR before? Yes. Okay. You see, I think it's it, it's different to play a VR game. VR games, you know, I, I don't know that. I think it's worse to, I think it's better to play a VR game than to go into a world. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think it's one thing to play a video game and enjoy the, you know, pretending that you're in, you know, uh, an on an island with dinosaurs or something, you know, right. whatever. Sure. But it's another thing, and this is kind of what I was trying to say last Last week, it's it's a replacement technology, but it's it's basically defacing the human. It's we are made in God's image, and we are made to be important, an important part of you know, God's church. Important part of you know if we've we've uh, if we've crossed the line of salvation, we're an important part of the body of Christ. And when you when you give somebody a fake avatar, you're you're depersonalizing them. You're taking the same reason why they're having us wear masks. Yeah, it's kind of well. And look at it in another way. How many how many times do people not grow because they're wearing a veneer? They're putting on a facade. Jesus, you know, he he looked at the Pharisees and he said, "You guys are just putting on a facade. You're like White you know whitewashed tombs full of dead men's bones." Well, we do that anyway. Uh, one of the reasons why I'm not a real big proponent of everybody dressing up for church, you know, I'd rather worry about who you are, not what you look like. And so for years, people were kind of putting on this facade. Well, guess what? They're they want to create an environment where you can be anything you want to be and you can just ignore who you really are. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, it's not only dangerous, it lends itself to uh, well, that's forgery. Kind of the What's the, uh, what word am I looking for? Um, dishonesty, you know, um, 
I mean, that's really, there's a better word. I can't think of it right now. It just leads it's to a deception. It's a deception. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I, you know, we, we don't want to be deceivers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I understand what you guys are saying here. The whole technology itself is dangerous, but that's the danger. That's the nature of any technology. All technology is, is dangerous because humans are using it and humans have bad intent. That's the whole argument of the gun. That's the problem. Right. So our problems with humanity, not necessarily with the technology. Well, I will tell the technology you, is unnecessary. It is. But you go where the people are. And people right now are so tuned into entertaining themselves. And those who who are rich that really are trying to control how others behave, this is the next evolution of what they're working toward because they this gives them the ability to control content and 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 control who sees what um making voices, it even more dangerous <laughs> it, which makes it even more dangerous right but this is the problem yeah. with humanity not with the technology well true however um the thing is that facebook can't even clean up facebook yet they're coming out with something that's even even more dangerous i mean mm. Yeah, and here in America is not as bad because they have 90% of the security that Facebook offers is in America, which is 10% of the users. 90% of the users is outside of America with 10% of the security. Mm. Do you know how many thousands of people in Zimbabwe died because of Facebook? They had people washing up on the shores because of genocide, because of people putting together um, mass hysteria that they that they formed on Facebook groups. and. Facebook couldn't do anything about it because the security system in these countries are so low that it slipped right under the radar. I have not heard this, but uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's terrifying. That's, that's the that's the evil of humanity. Right. right. So if you if you got what would you say the percentage of humanity is righteous? Zero. So now you got a hundred percent of humanity barely hitting the righteous radar, and you're giving them fully loaded weapons. In the form of... I understand what you're saying. We we have long technology. been in a position where our technology growth has outpaced our humanity growth. Oh, for sure. And it's getting faster. And it's getting faster and it's getting worse. What's that rule? What's that... What's that What's it? Are you talking about Moore's Law? Yeah, Moore's Law. What is that? That's where the uh, the capacity of memory doubles every year, essentially. Right, exactly. And look how fast it is now. Next year is twice as fast. And people argued that, yeah, the VR, yeah, but have you looked at it? It's it's stupid. It's this and that. That's this year. It's not. I, and it's not. It's, it's You're right. It's, it's not. It's getting even better. It's getting even better. Someone argued on, on, the, on the comment last night that, I have a $500 pair of VR glasses and it looks like trash from 2000. I had, you know what? I got free VR glasses from Samsung when I got my phone like 10 years ago. And I was playing a game that I thought I was there. I mean, it was so realistic that I got freaked out of my head and threw my <laughs> glasses off my face because I thought I was going to get eaten. <laughs> It can be terrifying and terrifyingly realistic. And that was 10 years ago. I I had a similar experience when I was playing uh, with Skyrim. You can do VR for Skyrim right now, which is probably the closest thing they have to a killer app as far as I'm aware. But you get completely enveloped in the world and your character and the interactions and the limitations of it. It's it's absorbing. Right. But again, you guys are talking about entertainment value, but what, you know, what is the purpose behind connecting with people Control. in a virtual setting where they can create avatars and they're not even being themselves? I think that's where we've crossed the line that's not really good anymore. It's not helpful. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes back to your point. I just right. don't know that it's, it's unnecessary. Helpful. It's unnecessary. You know, it's one thing to create something that somebody can use for entertainment for a little bit, which, you know, I could make a certainly an argument that we we have way too much entertainment anyway, but that will fall on deaf ears. But when you talk about, okay, I can either A, work with a group of Chinese people and teach them how to grow churches and we can do it on Zoom and they can see my face, they can see who I am, they can, you know, they can see my surroundings, you know, we can connect at a, at a personal level. I mean, it's not as good as maybe being face to face, but it's pretty good considering I can do it, you know, overseas and I don't have to, you know, buy a, you know, $2,000 plane ticket or whatever they cost. 
but it's another thing to go, you know, create an avatar, go, you know, my avatar talks to their avatar and we're hiding behind deception. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that it's going to bring about a good change. I don't think we're going to move in a good direction there. You know what I'm saying? It seems like it could only go kind of south. Well, it it isn't a coincidence that, I mean, if you, if you listen to people like now I'm taking a little bit of a turn here because, but I think it's all connected. Dr. Tenpenny, um, an incredible doctor that is out there fighting every day for the rights of, uh, people, humans against this government control with their vaccines and everything. She's done extensive research. She's done, um, she's pulled up photos of microscopic photos of the vaccine under many, many times of magnification and found, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to find the word, like almost like microchips, but not quite microchips, but kind of computer chips of some sort, some sort of programming that is going into people's bodies that is going to be used later down the road. And who's, who's to say that it's not connected with what Mark Zuckerberg's doing and it's not connected with everything. I mean, it's all stems from the really the same place. It all stems from the elite that control the world through the double. So here's a counterpoint to that, okay? We can live our lives in fear that everything's connected, but the reality is Christ tells us it is. It is. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking as Jason was saying that. The fact is, is they are definitely, I mean, there's connection in all of this stuff. The enemy, there is a plan. There is a plan. It's in place. Jesus already told about it. Yep. Revelation spelled it out for us. Yep. God made it clear that there is a plot. It is, you know, people say, oh, you're just into conspiracy conspiracy theories. No, I'm into biblical theory. I, it is not even a theory. It's, <laughs> it's God's prophecy. He said, this is going to happen. Take it. You can take that to the bank. Right. And the enemy is, you know, prowling around working on this, you know, th- this plan, trying to fulfill his end of it. And God is going to have his way in the end. And it's all, you know, it's, it all boils down to there is a good side, there's a good plot and there's a bad plot. See, part of it for me is with once you you get far enough into your Christian faith and you realize just how depraved humanity is, all the evils that you hear about, um, they no longer shock you. Like, okay, I can see that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I agree. But then further, when you do start to think about like these things that most people call conspiracy theories these days, it's really not even touching the surface of what is actually happening. <laughs> that's, Does that's that actually, make sense? Yeah. yeah, that actually is. You're probably hitting the nail on the head there. It's it's probably much worse than you can even anticipate. Right. People are like, much, oh, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist. That stuff isn't no way. It's yeah. probably so much worse than we even <laughs> can imagine. Right. And we just don't have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> and they've been calling us conspiracy theorists for the last two years, ever since this crap started. Oh, yeah, and it's all, it's all showing to be that we were 100% correct the entire time. Yeah, the only difference between a conspiracy theory and a news article these days is about six months. <laughs> right. <laughs> but a, That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, all right, well, my con- I can't consciously give any form of approval to this. And um, Well, I don't think it has to do with our approval. It's not. It's going to happen one way or the other. And if that's where the people are, that's where I'm going. That's really what it comes down to. Whether I I think it's right, whether I think it's good. um, If you're called to share the gospel, you know, uh, share the gospel at all times and use words if if you must. (laughs) You know, it's it's you go where the people are. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not going I, there. I, I could definitely, I, we could, you know, play devil's advocate all day, but I think there's a case to be set, to to be made that sometimes using technology, if it's available, to reach as many people as possible is a good idea. For example, if I can reach people in China and I can use my phone or Zoom or Skype or whatever, um, I, I don't know that I can see any downside to that. At the same token... If if someone tries to convince me that right now everybody's into virtual church and that's the way people the way things are moving, I'm going to resist it like the plague because I think it is a replacement technology that only leads to more watered down church. Yeah, which we already we've already got a lot of watered downness. We've got a lot of lethargic people who are just you know attending churches. That's only going to make it worse. And even if the people go there, I'm not going to. 
So I think it, it, you got to you got to you got to really look at the situation and take it on a case by case basis. I guess would be my my counterpoint to that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying it's always bad to go where the people are because obviously we have to reach people. If they're you know if the only way to reach them is one way, okay, that's that's one thing. But I don't know that we're going to have that kind of limitation. In fact, I think that if uh, you know if we've learned anything, if we're going to go with uh, something that's controlled by Zuckerberg or anybody else, we're probably going to get censored so much we're never going to be able to get what we want out anyway. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad right now. It, it, if you share anything counter to the narrative that's approved, right, you get one of those little pop-up articles like the fact checkers and stuff like that. Right, it's going to get so much worse. Right, it's not going to get better. And see, that's what I almost see. You know, and again, this is okay. Now I'm going to I'm going to give you my conspiracy theory. I believe if you know, just this is just my logic taking over. I haven't done any research. This is just my mind how it works. If if I were trying to control people. And Facebook, you're able to start um, censoring people and only get and let the people talk that agree with you. Suck them into something that's even more entertaining, something that makes them want to give up their rights even more, and then really control the poo out of them, right? Yeah. Let me take it a step further. Everybody got the vaccine and got their little computerized whatever inside of them, they're going to get shut off one day and they're all going to go black. And then they're going to wake up in an augmented reality. They're all going to be hooked up to these glasses and their little tubes getting fed from IVs. And they're never going to leave. I think Jason is sharing the plot of his next book. <laughs> it's called The Matrix. It's already been written. It sounds like The Matrix. And, and it's exactly what's going to happen. Hollywood has always told you what they're about to do next. So I'm this, not going to be nobody's battery. <laughs> I'm not going to be nobody's battery. <laughs> so just to read a couple comments from, uh, from Gab last night from this. Uh, I choose to live in God's creation, not Satan's. There is your choice. The metaverse is evil. It's a trap. Interesting. Mm. Uh, watch the movie Surrogates. Surrogates. Have, oh. you, have you seen it? That was a Bruce Willis movie. I don't know that I have. Uh, boy, I, I've only, I saw it once and it was like on a vacation. I remember watching it in a hotel room. We rented it. And so I don't remember it. <laughs> this person, I was probably just playing with my that kids. probably does say something about the quality of your vacationing, though. <laughs> it was like a late night, like after we got back in. I think we were in like Niagara Falls or something worn out. And so, yeah. This person said Metaverse is just a continuation of the old district to control mechanism. Now I feel like I got to go research and find out what surrogates is all about. I don't remember it all. Um, yes, scared and how much of the world will be on it? Will it open us up to other countries and, and make us vulnerable? Probably. Everything that you, that you entertain yourself with today is meant to make you more and more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And, and certainly I can see that kind of environment sucking you in and, uh, you know, maybe not true mind control, but certainly brainwashing is going to be a lot easier. That's part of it. But I, I came to the conclusion long ago that the enemy... His best form of control is giving you what you want. The problem is our wants. The well, things that true. we want are just wrong. Right. And because he's willing to meet the need of providing that wrong thing, he's got the control, got the power, got the money. Right. Wow. This is an interesting comment. <laughs> Ever heard of personal responsibility? Why do you care so much what other people do? They are not harming anyone or causing any damage. You should, you sound like one of those crazy Bible thumping control freaks and want to dictate what other people can and cannot do. If people want to morally be morally irresponsible, that's their choice. And it is, and it is between them, their God, lowercase g, and you should stay the hell out of it. <laughs> interesting. It's interesting. Sounds like it was written by Satan himself. Right? Yeah, it was written by Satan himself. Um, so, Mr. Lazy Volps, I, um, I'm not first trying to control say, anybody. I'm just giving the information, and you can do what you want with it. First thing I'd say to that is we are our brother's keeper, you know? Yeah, and a lot of what, you know, a lot of what we're saying... Uh, you have to realize too is is it's really for the purpose of those who have chosen to be Christ followers or are looking to be a Christ follower. You know we have to look at things through a little different lens, and we want to be protective of people. Um, if you know if you knew that a person what they're doing it was going to you know they were going to fall off the uh, earth and die. Um, you do everything you could to help them. And mm -hmm. that's really what our goal is. It's just to help people. It's certainly not about control. It's just about making sure they don't fall off the earth. This guy says, I say good. Let the med tards fall down the rabbit hole and disappear. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the med tards. The med tards. Med -tards. Oh, my med -tards. Okay, awesome. Med uh, med okay. Med tards. Med tards. Med tards. Anyway. 
Okay, so that's that. It is what it is. Um, it's coming, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So I'm not really confident that we have a whole lot of say in it at this point. We have zero I, say in it. I think the culture itself has pretty much rejected the word of God and, and God's people and is doing everything it can to live its life as as far away and free from the constraints of, of relationship with God as possible. Yeah. I mean, you don't need the metaverse when you've got people walking around claiming to be men that are women or vice versa. You're right. already living in the metaverse, right. if you think that. Well, here here's the bottom line. You know, Paul said it best. He said, just because you say I can do these things and all things acceptable for me, but he said, yeah, you can do all these things, but not everything is good. Not everything is helpful. And I think we need to be wise with our time. I mean, we already have so many stupid things to do with our time, ways to waste our time. And I think we just need to be a little more just obedient to God and say, God, you know, what would you have me do? Do I really need to go chasing that? That's just one more stupidity that, you know, even if it isn't pure evil, it's just a plain waste of my time and it's taken us in the wrong direction. So you, I think we need to ask ourselves in all technologies and all the ways we spend our time, is this leading me closer to God's plan for my life or is it leading me away? Am I going to be able to reach more people this way or is it going to make it worse? Yeah. How many times do we give up the perfect for something that's okay or good? You know what? God said, I'll lead you across the best pathway for your life. You know what? That's what I want. That's right. And that's what I want for other people. Yep. Okay. Well, shout out to the Gab folks. Thanks for um, contributing your comments and, and, and sharing the post and listening to the show. And I hope you come back for more episodes. Um, Yo, Gabba Gabba. Gabba Gabba. Oh, wait a minute. That's something else. That's it? something else probably. Oh my gosh. But, uh. <laughs> Yo, I don't Gabba, even know Gabba. what that is. I oh, I know what that it. is. It's like a kid's show. That's a it? crazy, freaky kid's show. I have never seen it. Any, <laughs> anywho. All right. Thanks for, thanks for all your participation, and I uh, hope we see you on the show. Um, it's time for Songs of the Week. Songs of the week. Songs of the week. Man, my favorite part of the show. So anybody, nobody, you guys don't look like you're ready. You're still thinking. Well, you're first. Oh, well, I'm, there you go. All right. So I went back a few years, back into the early 2000s uh, for tonight's song. Uh, this is by a group called Falling Up. It's from the album, their very first album called Crashings, a song called Broken Heart. This song, not only if you're into rock, it not only rocks your face off, which is pretty awesome because I like to have my face rocked off. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But the words are very creative, artistic, and just all right out in your face saying, God, I need your help. Um, this song is written for people that has just been, you know, grown up in uh, broken families, um, have l not really learned what true love is all about. And the lyrics go something like this. In this moment, sync, uh, in this moment, synchronized inside words that paint a legacy of life, a different picture will unfold. A healing finds its way through. Fifty times I take another breath with an ambience of nothing left. So heal my heart, rain down your love. These waters bring me back to life. Father, healer, deliver me from broken love. Stay here, closer. Let me hear your voice of love. Savior, redeemer, bring me to this place of peace. Jesus, guardian, my broken heart is so in need. Just kind of a cry for help, and I think that would resonate with anybody who uh, has had a past like mine where they've grown up in a broken home and really kind of entered life with a, with kind of a messed up view of love. So maybe this song will speak to you. Yeah. Cool. Nate, you ready? Yeah. So uh, my song this week is actually one my, my wife turned me on to uh, by an, an artist by the name of Ellie Holcomb. Okay. So Ellie Holcomb, you, you might have heard her on the river, but this song is called Color. And it's really a song of beauty and of, there's a lot of emotion to the song. And the lyrics are very artistic. It, it almost has a, a folk sound to it where you've got to put thought into the lyrics. But I don't really want to say too much more or try to read the lyrics to you. But give this song a try. It's called Color by Ellie Holcomb. Okay. Well, mine is Grace Like Rain by Todd Agnew. Agnew? Todd Agnew, yeah. Agnew? That'd be the man. Uh, amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And w I was once lost, but now I'm found. was blind, but now I can see so clearly. <laughs> I'm butchering this. 
<laughs> and hallelujah, grace like rain falls down on me. Uh, you know, lyrics are lyrics. It's good. It's good lyrics. But the song is super fun. And the melody is super, just makes you move, makes you move your, bob your head. And it's just got a really good feeling to it. Um, um, uh, we played it last week, I think for the first time. And uh, I personally enjoyed it. Um, very kind of a nice groove to it. And uh, I mean, I definitely check it out. Didn't you say it's kind of older? It is kind of older. It's I think it's uh, 90s, I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, Amazing Grace, those are the primary lyrics. I think they were, when, when are they written? 1600s. 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 Yeah, so it's a pretty old song. <laughs> it's pretty old. Yeah, well. It's kind of a modern take on Amazing Grace. He uses the three verses of Amazing Grace and then adds um, a chorus. Yeah, well, he released it in 2003. 2003. Okay, so That's it's not, not old. as old as what I thought. Man, you know, though, 2003 feels like yesterday, I'm but wrong. it wasn't. It I was know. a long time ago. I know. It was published Gosh. in seven. 1979. So it's actually Amazing oh. Grace was uh, around for the American Revolution. Nice. Well, uh, shortly thereafter, I yeah. should say. I, I lose. Yeah, I don't know anything. Time, I lose time. I forget how old I am most times. So it says here yeah. that the words were actually written in 1772 by John Newton. So, well, was, God bless you, John. It was a good song, and a lot of people have uh, have been drawn closer to God because of your your little tune. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. Um, unless you, got, you got a final thought? I do. I do. And today's final thought comes to us from John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. And it simply says this. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world you are my disciples. If you are a part of a local expression of the body of Christ, if you're not, become part of one. Get involved. Bloom where you're planted. Go to the place next to you, any place that teaches the good news, and then start loving on those people because Jesus said when you guys love each other in a supernatural way, the love that the Holy Spirit teaches you, it is going to show the world that you're different, that there's something going on because people typically don't love each other. They find ways to divide. So, uh, you know, Jesus said, you guys just love each other, love each other and do it with a, a genuine affection, a brotherly love, serve each other. Um, so I just encourage everyone out here this week uh, that's listening to think, uh, who you know, what brother and sister in Christ can I reach out to and just love on them? And how can I do it in a practical and realistic way and do it on an ongoing basis? Because it's not only going to lift up their life and encourage them, but it's going to show the world that you are uh, a member of God's family. Yeah. Amen. Okay, folks, thanks so much for listening and tuning in this week. Um, I don't know, maybe we beat up this metaverse a little bit. It's a dead horse. Kick it one, one or two more times. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not a bad horse, Jason. Not it, a bad horse at all. It is what it is. It's starting and, to stink. Yeah. <laughs> I can count like a horse. But <laughs> if, it, if it stinks, it probably smells. So with that... Have a nice night, That's Rick. Real say good night, right there. If it stinks, it's good smells. night, Rick. <laughs> good night, Nate. Good night, Nate. Good night, everyone. <laughs>